The Ravid writes in a sefer called Balei Hanefesh in Shara Kedusha. The first step out of all of the first steps. This is the beginning. A person should know. Again, knowledge. Where's knowledge? In the brain. Remember, we did this last time. Go back to the first chapter. Knowledge doesn't mean how much math you know, how much history you know, or any other kind of knowledge about anything else. Knowledge we refer to as das is somebody, the amount that is makir, the boyroi. That a person should know his maker, and he should be makir and recognize the one who created him. And although, and although he is nelam, he, he, he's not here. We can't see him. Even though he's invisible to all living eyes, from the eyes of all living people, we can't see Hashem. But you should know something. He is found in our hearts and he is revealed in our thoughts. And now, Ben Adam, human being, in your ears you should hear. And open your eyes. And see the tmuna, the picture, the, in, the vision, there's a better word for it, of your creator that is standing across from you. A person who can get the right kind of eyes. You see everything. It's like a person, he covers up his eyes with his hand and I don't see anything. How many little kids, two-year-old, right? You can't see me. They think that they can't see you and then you can't see them. Same thing. I don't see anything. There's no God. There's no God. I don't see any God. I don't see any God and he can't see me. That's it. But if he would only take his hand, physical, physicality, hand, away from his eyes, and this person can be really on the top of a mountain and be missing Switzerland. He can be missing the most magnificent things to see in the world with his physical eyes, and he'll see nothing because he covered his eyes. His eyes are covered. Pirish Tavarov, he's going to explain his words. The concerns that we have, the ideas, the issues of physicality, physical, worldly things, and materialistic things. They are what is covering up our spiritual eyes from seeing the light of God. Because through them, through materialism, even kosher. This is very important to understand. If you look at people who lived for Elam Abba, you look at Sadiqim, they didn't, they couldn't. You can't have both. It's a seesaw. I'm not saying we all have to go now and buy 1980 station wagons and, and just eat rice and a cucumber. I'm just saying that's the ultimate. And from them we learn that there's a balance. And yes, we could a little bit shift. And the more we shift, the more art we have in our minds, the less Yitzray Afela, the happier we are, etc., etc. This is growth for our 
Our Olam Hazeh, actually, to enjoy this world better. And our Olam Haba, I just thought of a story. It was a boy who was struggling really bad. And uh, one of the struggles for boys who are struggling is what he was watching on his computer and on his phone. And the big tzaddik that he is, he decided to be miskaber. He got enormous strength because that's what it takes. It's like the strength maybe of Yosef a tzaddik in Mitzrayim being, being relived. And he took his phone and his tablet and his laptop and everything that he has access to and he took it to tag to get it filtered. He told me, actually, he said, you know, the filters are so good, besides for the bad stuff, even some of the good stuff, like if you're shopping on, on, on Amazon for, for some clothing, it'll, it'll take out the face. He goes, I lose a lot of middle stuff that wasn't even bad. But I'm black, I, I took the, the best filter, and, I, and he's paying money for it. So I told him, I said, wow, I cannot imagine what an Olam Haba you are going to have. I mean, if I was his age, even now at my age, at any age, right? But at his age, to turn your back on that, the strength, the inner strength, the scar that he's going to get for that, I was like, I was like, I cannot imagine your Olam Haba that you're going to get for that. And he turns to me and he says, I didn't do it just for Olam Haba. I have now, now I have Olam Hazeh. The life that I was living wasn't a life. Chaim ke'elu enam chaim. Azal life, that kind of, it was destroying me, it was destroying my self-esteem. It was, like I told you before, the Yetzirah, to get rid of your Elam Haba, he'll kill you. He killed, he told me, there were times I didn't want to live, I felt like garbage, I felt worthless. He said, of course, I, I know that there is an Olam Haba and, and, and one day I'll get repaid. It's very hard for them, for us, for them to think about that, you know. Far away he goes, but I gotta tell you, since I did it, I'm so much happier. What an Olam Hazeh. We're doing this for Olam Hazeh. We're doing this because we can live a better life. Like the tzaddikim, we're always happier, always smilier. When was the last time you heard about a, a, a tzaddik or a shashiva, somebody commit suicide? That's a little extreme of an example. But the point is, it's for us now. Because our our spiritual grasp and our human, everything about us, we, we, we get drowned, we become small-minded. And the proof is that if somebody showed a video of us in that moment to people that we respect, we would have nothing to say. We, we feel stupid. We know it's true. We know that what he's telling us is true. But if we shake away from all of that, it's unbelievable. We shake out of their grasp. Can you imagine? Listen to what he says. You know what opens up in front of us? The door to light. To see the light of Hashem. Oh yeah, I wish, I wish. Give us an hour. Give us a, a moment, a day that we could feel this. To see the light of Hashem, the Ofakim Rechavim, Ive Eloyim Niglum Elov, Nigolum Elov, and vast and sublime horizons are revealed before us. They were always there. 
but we covered our eyes with schmutz. We covered our eyes with materialistic, temporary pursuits and pleasures and lusts and desires, like a person, like the Baal Shem Tov's Mashal, who puts his hand, his physical hand, in front of his physical eyes, and he's missing out on all of this. We take our physicality, and we put it in front of our spiritual eyes, and we can't see anything, we're missing out on all of this. For what? The Loi Shavalanu, we say throughout Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we did all these averis. We didn't. What are, what are we crazy? What are we mentally? What what's going on? Rushdos. For what? For where? Look what we're giving up on. For what? All of this becomes revealed to us, and again, it's so unfair in a way because, like, we don't know. We we don't even know what we're missing. We get a glimpse of it once in a while, but now he's explaining to us what it would be like. Sigh when it comes to comprehending the greatness of God. And also in the feeling of light from the Kedusha Satayr, from the holiness of Taira and Mitzvahs, with an eternal, infinite extent that is endless. And we say, I don't feel Taira, I don't feel Shabbos, I don't feel mitzvahs. Right. Right. That's exactly it. And we can. And he's going to teach us how to do it. Lama Davar This is one of my favorite examples of the Nesiv Shalom. You have a person. person is inside his room. So right now you're sitting in a room, right? I, I'm assuming, unless you're outside watching. In this room right here, how far can I see? Do you know that my eyes can see the sun, which is, I believe, the moon, the sun, Google it, 93 million miles away. So Hashem gave me this little thing here that can see something. It doesn't run out. It's not like after 90, after 90 million miles you don't see, because I could see that, even though it's super big, but it's 93 million miles away. So I have the ability of seeing something 93 million miles away. Right now I'm in a room. How far can I see till that wall? 20 feet, 10 feet, 30 feet, 80 feet, 200 feet, 5 feet. If you're in a bathroom, 3 feet. So somebody's in a house called Tchumri Yasai. The whole extent, range of vision that he has is Mitzumtzum Besai Kislei Besai. It's limited according to the walls that are around him. But the more that you go up, imagine you go outside and you start walking up a hill or driving up a hill. You go higher. How about a hot air balloon? That's my muscle. You go in a hot air balloon. The higher that you go, and you start to rise above the the ground, things start to become into perspective. First, I was just in a 10 by 10 room. That was my life. That's my vision, the extent of my vision. Then I went up and I see a 50 by 50. Then I see a 200 by 200 a house. Then I see a block. My vision, the higher I go, the more vision there is. I still see the house, but it's not that important. It's not everything. It becomes 90%, 80%, 70 60 50 40 30 The higher I go, the more I see a perspective. There's much more to life than just that house. Maskamid beso yimikoyimikonegad amachavim hain soifim amaskalam elov. 
And then all of a sudden there's clouds, and all of a sudden there's a sun, and all of a sudden there's things that are miles away that we could see. And all of a sudden there's more to life than just that little room and what was happening in that little room. Cain hu ha'adam. What a beautiful example. Spiritually, when our minds are constricted, there's nothing in this space of mine. It's me against my Yetzirah. It's me against my desire, my will, my lusts. That's it. I'll give you an example. A drug addict. It's an extreme example, but again, like I said, all these examples you can water down and they affect us. But a drug addict who is missing his fix and he needs it and he doesn't have it, there is nothing in this world, he is totally blind, it doesn't matter what's happening around him, he's blind to it, doesn't notice it, doesn't remember it, nothing. He needs his fix. All he sees is him and his drug. One of the interesting things I learned in Home Sweet Home, I opened up Home Sweet Home 2002, 20 years ago, 2003. And uh, I lived with these guys who were homeless and on drugs. And uh, one of them said to me, he goes, you know how hard it is for me? Besides going clean off drugs, it's hard enough. But all around, I walk outside, I see needles, drug stuff. It makes it so hard for me. And I was like looking at my friends, the you know, us volunteers, we were like 30 years old. And we're like, I never noticed it. I never, I never saw any needles lying around the floor on, uh, where, where, where the house was. <clears throat> so much that we don't notice, so much that they notice because there's, that's their focus of their lives when they're addicted. <clears throat> the drug addict can't see any beauty. Can't see any purpose. Can't see anything. He's mitzumtzum. He's in a, a two by two in his brain. Could be very smart, by the way. Could have a lot of milus. Could be very kind. But right now, he's so limited that it doesn't matter what's going on around him. Aren't we like that spiritually? When our mind is constricted and restricted, it's just us against the taiva, us against the taiva, us against the yetzar, us against the yetzar. But if we would only merit this thing that we've been talking about for the last two shiurim of enlightenment of the mind, and the reason that we need to talk about it is because it's going to tell us how to get it. But first he has to tell us why we should invest, what, what we're going to get. Right? Like somebody goes ahead and he tells you, I want you to invest in a business. Before I tell you all the details of how to do it, I want to tell you what you're going to get. You're going to be able to retire. You're going to buy a boat. You're going to be able to, right? He wants to teach us, give us a little taste of what life is like in the dark, which unfortunately we could probably teach him about. And what life is like in the light. The same person, the same, the same strength of fighting the Yitzhahara. But everything's different because he has light in his mind. See, the fighting of the Yitzhahara is not in the muscle. It's not in the fight, in that part of your brain, not to do it. It's in about, it, it's all about the light switch on the wall. You have intruders. God forbid. They break into your house. There's three guys. You go downstairs because your wife, your wife sends you. And you take the baseball bat, right? And it's you against three guys. Or you could even be a black belt. If the lights are off, you're going to lose. It's about 
If you could turn the light on. That's why, what is the first thing that happens in a war between countries? When there's rockets flying. If they're successful at knocking out the Con Ed, or whatever they call it, the, the grid of electricity, and the, the, the place, the enemy territory is in the dark, they're going to win the war. It's all about light. If I can't see you coming, I can't, I can't defend myself. If I'm in the dark, I can't, I can't. But if you have light in your mind, light in our mind, it can be revealed to the same person who said, it's darkness in the world, there's no God, it doesn't exist, and there's no reason to live, all this stuff. It's because it's dark, very dark. Light it up, and it could be revealed before us, a world, it's all light. And then Shuv, like we said before, and then all those things that I was so wrapped up in just a week ago, hopefully, or a year ago, or a decade ago, right? All those things, and like I said before, because we see from what they call the flip-outs or whatever they're called, you see people grow up a certain way, and then they go to Eretz Yisrael, and they, they have light, and they're happier. They are, they're happier. And automatically, they don't have to buy the, the shirt with the... They don't need it. It's like, yeah, I need a comfortable shoe, but I don't need it. I'm not paying extra for that because someone wants me to advertise their name on my on my clothing. They're not paying me to advertise them. I don't work for them. And I don't need to show that I'm wearing. I just need a shoe that's comfortable. All it, Things change automatically because they become less important. The holy Meshire says, Bekeser Malchus, Ata Oir Oilom. You are the light of the world. And the eyes of any pure soul can see you. A pure soul. The pure soul. He doesn't have these blinders. He doesn't have anything stopping him, preventing him. There are no walls that are obscuring and blocking his vision of a world that is lit up with godliness. He sees God everywhere. He merits enlightenment of the mind. One guy says, I don't see God anywhere. And the other one says, I see God everywhere. When you have a Aras Hadas, you see the Creator, Bechal Habriya, in the entire creation, everywhere. The heavens declare the glory of Hashem. Umasa Yodam Magadar Kia. Creations show his handiwork. Hashem Hashayarech Utsvar Shemayim Lchomishtachavim. The sun, the moon, all of the stars of the heaven, they all bow before Hashem. Vagama Oretz Vachalashar Aleha and the earth and everything on the earth. Everything that we see. Meharim Vatahaymais. From the mountains to the valleys, to the depths of the ocean. Everything that that person sees. Mehakoil. Nishkaf Haboire. From everything, all, all, all he sees is, I mean, isn't it obvious? Look at these trees, look at these valleys. Think about all of these beautiful stories we've heard of certain tzaddikim especially. They went to the Alps and they saw this, and they saw God. So who made this? Hashem made this. Rabbi Vigda Miller, was famous for that. He would talk about an apple seed. He would talk about the fruit trees. He would talk about, the, look at the world. All he saw was God. The other person sees the same thing. 
could be touring even more places. Don't see him. Don't see him. What's the difference between the two of them? They both have physical eyes, but one of them spiritually is in darkness, doesn't see Hashem. And the other one, who sees, who sees, he's not blind, he's not chash of kames, he's not dead, he's alive, and he's vibrant, and he's connected, and he sees, so then everything, he sees godliness. Me'akol, from everything. Nishkaf ha'vayri. Ha'machayu ma'havas kulam, that is making everything live, and sustaining everything, what else is sustaining all of this and creating all of this? It's not an autopilot. The Big Bang. This person sees and understands that Hashem is creating and Hashem is sustaining. The Kulam Ya'idun Yagidun and everything that he sees and all of these things from the stars to the moon to the valleys to the, right? They're all exclaiming. They're all saying and, 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 and testifying. Hashem Echad Hashem is one. His name is one, and the more that he sees when your eyes are, when, when you have vision, proves that there's a God. With his eyes he sees godliness. And in his ears they hear, and in his heart feels, as Koyla Hashem, the, the voice of God, that is calling out to him from everything in the creation and everything that happens. He hears Hashem calling and speaking to him. And all of his bones and his entire being is exclaiming, Hashem, who is like you. What a life. And that's what it says. The Medrash says in Shrech HaToyv, Whenever the Eden saw Hashem, saw Hashem means in here, in their mind, they spiritually saw Hashem, they became devout. When they saw by Kriya they saw the hand of Hashem. They saw that's again. There's nothing to see, <laughs> not physical seeing. They saw in their mind. They saw the Yad Hashem openly, so they became Hasidim. They became devout for Omushira to a point of saying Shira that there's a beautiful shtikel Nesiva Shalom on that. That Shira is the highest level. Praise Shira is when it emanates from within you a praise to God because you He's so you see it and you so appreciate Him. It's a love letter, a song of praise to something that you love so, it, it comes from that. Just like when a person is so happy, he automatically dances, springs, he, he jumps from happiness, not a drunk guy, but from real emistic happiness, things happen. When you see Hashem on such a level, the highest level above praising Hashem, and above talking to Hashem, and above all of that is singing to Hashem. Shira is the highest level. That's why angels, what do they do? They sing, they have Shira. We saw Nasa Yusharim, we became Yusharim, which is also a, a Lushan of the highest level. And in the Ayo Mayid, we saw Manasa Tzadikim. Seeing God, meaning in my world, aside from everything that I see, which means that I care about, that I focus on, there's a God part in there, brings out all of these things.